So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? Head over to Symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Serena, you know what I want to do right now? What's that, Joe? I want to travel because I feel like we've been stuck in this apartment for just a little too long. I couldn't agree more. Honestly, I love getting away. It's great in New York, but I could use a little bit of vacation. There's nothing I enjoy more than going on vacation with you. I agree. (laughs) You're my favorite travel partner. We can go try new restaurants, check out different cities. Should we go right now? I mean, we're always looking for our next place to go. So where should we go? Maybe a beach. I have a good idea. Take the Beachbound Vacations Perfect Beach Finder Quiz. You could find exactly what you are looking for by taking this five-question assessment. Find your perfect beach vacation and take the Perfect Beach Finder Quiz exclusively at Beachbound.com. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome back, Happy Hour listeners. I'm Becca Kufrin. And I'm Michelle Young. And we are back again this week with the first episode of The Bachelor. It seems crazy that we're back. We just wrapped Paradise two months ago, and we're back in the swing of things. Um, And I'm excited because today we have none other than America's first impression rose winner, Brianna, joining very shortly. I'm so excited to get to know her. She seems like a sweetheart. Um, I'm Zach seems very much into her as well. And so it's like the first person that we get to talk to really kind of get their feelings on how that first night went. And she has such a unique perspective with going into it a little bit more relaxed, Mm -hmm. um, on that first night, which is like a lot of people don't know that you don't have that perspective. So I'm curious. We've got a lot of questions for her, but before that, Becca, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. I've been a little sick under the weather ever since I got back from the Midwest. I was with my niece and nephew, and um, I love them so much. It was such a good trip. But every time I leave Wisconsin, I end up with some sort of cold or virus from... They're so cute, but they're so germy from these like little <laughs> germy toddlers. Yes. I will honestly say that's like one thing I don't miss all that much of teaching is that you Mm -hmm. get sick all the time because you're around kids all the time and especially like when you're not used to that you just get you pick up everything they sneeze in your Mm -hmm. mouth Mm -hmm. and all of that and then also like the weather change going from the midwest back to where you're at i feel like yeah yeah it's so much going on well and you know i mean you obviously are traveling like crazy but california has such weird weather right now like it rained for three or four weeks straight now it's sunny but it's extra windy mother nature is just on a rampage right now she doesn't know what she wants to do but no um, anywhere (laughs) yeah yeah anywhere but um, enough about me and my <laughs> illness. How are you? <laughs> I'm I'm doing fairly well. I'm back in Minnesota right now. Um, but yeah, that bouncing back and forth. I feel like every time I go on an airplane, mm-hmm. I get like pick up something. Yeah. And we, I, I left LA to escape the rain, 
and I came to Minnesota and it was raining and we got a winter weather advisory. So I'm at the point where I'm just going to take full responsibility for the weird ass weather. Can I say that? I don't know yeah, why. You can say that. It's following you. <laughs> for well, the weird it... weather, like I feel like I'm responsible for it. It just follows me. Like, and didn't I don't you know get, what to do about it. Didn't Minnesota just get dumped on with so much snow too? That's what, yeah, that's what I was saying is that I left LA. LA never gets rain. Michelle moves to LA flooding <laughs> when I moved to South Carolina blizzard came back to Minnesota winter weather advisory mm-hmm. yeah we got dumped on so yeah my mom every LA, morning I'm coming back I, w- I wake <laughs> up to texts from my mom every morning and it's just like inches upon inches of snow and I was like mom this is why I moved like I this is great for you if you like it but like I don't need to see yeah. this but um well yeah come back to LA we have hopefully great weather on the horizon once the, once the wind dies down I don't know I mean I was um, like it there we we <laughs> are not back. we are not weather people so let's get into what we do know <laughs> which is the bachelor Uh, obviously, Zach's premiere took place last night. Michelle, throughout the entire episode, was there anything that really stood out to you? Any key moments? Or also, do you have any predictions for what's to come? Do you have anyone that you think, like, he, you know, is already leaning towards, like, that will make it pretty far? Yeah, I, I, it was so weird just watching last night of, like, are we really, like, these seasons roll over so quickly and <clears throat> really feel like like Clayton was just on our screens, which I guess he was, huh? But <laughs> um, <laughs> to just go forward with it, it's interesting because I think before the season started, I, we've heard a lot about, you know, how the season's going to go, um, what kind of drama, what kind of things are going on. And I heard that this season was going to be like a little bit more traditional Mm-hmm. which I feel like I kind of felt on that first night or watching last night. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think the things, like the non-traditional things that I loved about it were like how exciting the intros were. Like when the girls are getting out of the limo or like the funny things that they were doing. I feel like we got to a point with like people who have like started Bachelor or started watching at the beginning. Everything was so simple. And then now like, these past seasons when people are rolling in with all these like really funny things there weren't as many of those like super super memorable entrances i am going to be completely honest right now and this is just my opinion on night one um it was a little lackluster (laughs) there was not really an entrance that stuck out to me or like blew my mind um if you were to ask me right now, like the most memorable, I'd say maybe like the party bus just because it was yeah. big. Right. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I felt like and this is something that Jesse Palmer said when we had him on a couple weeks ago. He's like, Zach goes back to the basics. It's back to love, which I can appreciate. I don't need all the crazy drama. But let me ask you this. OK. Um, and let me try to remember her name. Her name was Madison. She was the one yes. from. I think North or South Dakota. I think had, North Dakota. Had she not been here night one, there do you agree with the statement? There would not have really been any any like big dramatic wow entertainment moments. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, she for sure. She was the one that had the or just showcased the most emotion, you know, going through this night one. Yeah, I would have said it's so hard because it's like when we're going through our seasons, we want we would love to go back to basics, right? Like we want to go back. Like we want to meet genuine people. We genuinely Mm -hmm. as a lead, you genuinely want to fall in love like you you want the bullshit to be cut out. You don't ever want that. But I like the balance. Like I like that first night for it to be exciting and upbeat and memorable. And like that's where you want all the action. And then. And when it gets serious, that's where you're like, okay, let's cut the bullshit yeah. kind of thing. It, like, got flip-flopped. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe I, it won't, but, yeah. And and I'm sure, like, I can imagine these dramatic moments that we're talking about will come. Like, right, there's not going to be a whole season without that. But I just felt like 
this premiere was so straightforward and so basic, which I will say, if I was Zach, I would have loved that. You know, like I would have actually loved to just have a chill, fun night where people aren't fighting and there's not like somebody crying. I mean, granted, Madison <clears throat> cried a little bit, but yeah, yeah, it, it was it was very interesting. Um, yeah. See, I just want I want I want the because even like my if I go back to my first night, I want the entrances to be exciting. That's what mm-hmm. I like. Like, that's what I love is like the really funny, creative things when all these contestants are getting out of the limo or getting off of whatever they're arriving in Mm -hmm. that's what I love the most and then the conversations I obviously want to get to know the women that are on the screen and things like that so I don't mind if those aren't like I don't need anyone yelling at each other but yeah I was disappointed with the entrances yeah just a little lackluster I will say that and again if I was Zach I would have loved it because I'm there to meet a potential life partner uh was there anyone that really stuck out to you or like a dress that caught your eye I was super excited to see Brianna um and just to like see how she was so relaxed coming into it but then you I'm so curious to talk to her about if she felt like she had a target on her back when she was entering um knowing that like the women already knowing that she has a rose and things Mm -hmm. like that but she's the one that I kind of had my eye on as -hmm. well as charity Mm -hmm. um I I feel like those connections were just like natural genuine and then who is the one that we were talking about before um Christina. Christina looks like she's going to be funny. She looks like she's going to be funny, so I'm excited to get to know her. Christina is one that stood out just because she's she's fiery. She's funny. She kind of reminds me, I think, and this is probably the southern accent of my girl Tia Booth. Like, it gave me Tia Tia flashbacks when I first met her out of the limo that that night one. Um, I think she'll be entertaining to watch. I agree with Charity. I will say this. We saw him kiss several women last night, and I feel like with Charity, it was the f- the first one that, like, it seemed like he really wanted to and that he was, like, very into, and it didn't feel forced. Right. I liked that connection. So I have my eye on them. Um, and Did you I feel ha- like, did you feel like, because he kissed Greer as well, did you yeah. feel like that was genuine? Let's um, just talk about this first impression rose real quick and just get it out of the way. Um, So Greer, yes, we saw her get the first impression rose. It seems like her and Zach do have probably the strongest connection so far because he did give her that rose. Um, We've all seen the screenshots that are out there and there's a little scandal around her. I'm sure as the season goes on, that will be addressed eventually. The only thing that this entire time that I'm watching her with Zach, I think all I see is the Band-Aid on her shoulder. I'm like, who let this girl come in night one with the Band-Aid on the shoulder uh, like while they're making out? That's all I was looking at. I, didn't, I don't even re- I couldn't even tell you what they talked about. I don't even remember any of their conversation. I know that they kissed and that's it. I just was fixated so- on the damn Band-Aid. That is so funny because I didn't see it. I must go have, back. I go. I need to. Was it was it like a circle band-aid? Was it No, a, it was just a normal band-aid. Like you know that we were in elementary school. Like just a normal band-aid, which and so gosh, it like doesn't stick so out funny. that much, but I'm just seeing this and I was like this is the night where you want to feel glam I, maybe there's a story behind it. I'm not knocking it, but that's all that is the only thing I was thinking of as I was watching this conversation. The band-aid. I'm going to have to go back and look. I'm sure somebody picked it out. (laughs) I'm sure somebody screenshotted it. (laughs) There's got to be something behind it. Anyone who has details that was there that night, please let me know because I, that's all I was thinking about. Um, But let's get into America's first impression Rose winner. We actually saw her months ago when Zach was announced as Bachelor. And this is the first time that we'll have anyone from his season on. So I think it's time to just get Brianna on to Bachelor Happy Hour. Let's do it. Brianna, welcome to Happy Hour. We need to know, is this your first ever podcast? This is. So I'm excited. I'm nervous. I've got butterflies and jitters. And I'm just, I just honestly, I'm so honored to be here with you guys. Like I've seen both of your journeys and you guys are so inspirational to me as Bachelorette. So I never thought like, this is so (laughs) surreal. I never thought that 
this was a possibility. Oh, well, and we're so excited to have for you. For those who can't see it, Brianna, she looks like she Stunning. popped on her screen and she looks phenomenal. Like she's in this mm-hmm. pink top, one shoulder top, glowing. So to the stunning. point where like Becca and I almost needed to pause the podcast because we look so <laughs> crunchy. Like Yeah, we're like we're apologizing to Brianna for how slobby we look right now. <laughs> like should have checked in the mirror at least, like, Michelle. Damn. How how Brianna looked like when she first met Zach months ago on that live stage and how she looked last night during the premiere is just how she looks right now. Like beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh. I need I need you, your glam team here in California. Whatever you're doing is yeah. working. My glam team took their time today with this one. That glam team is me. Um yes. <laughs> I had a lot of my work cut out. I got up super early too. It's nice to keep for you guys. So. Well, you look I'm glad awesome. you appreciate it. <laughs> Um, so let's get into it. We know we've been in your shoes. We understand how crazy, not only filming, I, I understand that was months ago, not only how crazy filming is, but now that it's finally airing and everyone saw your entrance and your conversations, how are you feeling after watching everything and just like soaking it all in? So I am like in such a whirlwind right now. Like I honestly, the whole process of me getting involved in the show was just so spur of the moment and it just feels like everything kind of came together in such a like beautiful and serendipitous way so Mm -hmm. I'm excited well I want to know because you mentioned that just getting on the show in general was very serendipitous how did this come to be yeah so um it was like late August 2022 and um my mom kind of comes to me and it's like Brianna like I was praying this morning and I just I heard that you should apply for the bachelor and I'm like this is kind of random. Like I, I'm not like, I, I'm going to get on the bachelor. Like I'm just going to apply and get on. And she's like, listen, you know, like just see what happens. I really feel like something can come of this. So I kind of roll my eyes, but like I get on my computer and I still apply anyway. <laughs> and, um, and I'm applying and I actually end up hearing from casting like the same day. And oh, wow. they're, they're literally like Brianna today is the last day we're accepting girls for this upcoming season. And so it was kind of like I got in by the skin on my teeth, but it was amazing because like my mom watched The Bachelorette and she's been a huge fan of the franchise like since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And so I kept being to be like, Zach, 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 oh my God, Zach's so cute. Who's this Zach? I feel like Zach's going to be The Bachelor. And this was like myself. And so I actually ended up finding out like later on when I got to California, like she was right. Mm-hmm. Dang. Wow. So how did how did they ask you to come on after the final rose? Because I think there was, what, only five of you women that came out that night, correct? Yeah, so there was five of us. It was um, Brooklyn, me, Bailey, Kat, and Christina. Um, and, and so the way so it went for me was, like, pretty much a week and a half in, um, my producer calls me and he's like, hey, like, there's something really cool and special you want to do. Like, would you be down to do it? I'm like, okay, like, what is it? And he was being super hush-hush, super tight-lipped. Um, but I was like, you know what? Like, I'm just going to take a leap of faith and trust that, you know, it's whatever is going to be good. And so he's like, you, if you come, you will have to fly out next week. And like I said, I was only like a week and a half into my process of mm-hmm. casting. Okay. So I was like, like Brian, how am I going to fly out in a week? <laughs> I don't have anything. <laughs> and he's like, don't worry, you'll figure it out. Just like come. So um, they asked me, they don't really tell me anything. They just say we want to be a part of something super special, something a little unprecedented, and you know, just bring yourself and your sparkling personality, and that's all that matters. <laughs> so that's what I did. So and it worked you had out no you. idea. So when you were like when you were on that plane heading to LA, you had no, no idea that you were gonna be meeting Zach. I didn't Correct. know they were announcing the bachelor. I didn't know who the bachelor oh. was yet. So when I, did you find out? Like when when was the moment that you found out that okay, I'm actually gonna be meeting this man early? <laughs> on live television. On no live yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was honestly a surprise to me. Um like I had no idea what I was flying out there for. I thought maybe they were gonna shoot like some emotional stuff and like mm-hmm. that was gonna be a part of the season. So I get in like super late. I don't know what night it is, but I get in super late in the night. And then the next day, they come and they're like, hey, so you're going to be on a live show. Um, and you're going to be with The Bachelor, who is, drumroll please, Zach. And I was like, oh my God, yay. Because like, even when I was speaking to Casting Early on, I was like, Zach really caught my eye in Gabby and Rachel's season. 
Mm -hmm. So did you have, okay, I have so many questions about this. And like, as you keep talking, they keep popping up. So Michelle and I were both there during that after the final rose. And so we were there when they announced Zach, we see him come out. He's talking with Jesse and I'm not going to lie. He was very nervous, like (laughs) so, and we've had Zach on the podcast before and he was a lovely man. Like he, Great conversation, was funny, seemed very open. But on that live stage, he seemed just so nervous that I feel like he couldn't really talk and like open up and feel comfortable. So were you watching him backstage? What was actually going through your mind? I know that you said that you were excited and of course he's attractive and all these things. But like watching him in that moment, what were you thinking? Honestly, I thought it was so cute. Like, for me personally, like, I'm genuinely here to find, like, a partner, someone who's real, someone who's authentic. So when I see you having nerves and, like, it, it makes you feel more human to me. Like, mm-hmm. if he went out there and was just like, yes, I am Mr. Perfect and Suave, I would have like, ooh, like, I don't know. But what's I going love, on like, here? The yeah. reality, <laughs> like, the reality of him being nervous. Because honestly, like, I was so nervous backstage. I was, like, holding, like, my people's hands and, like, praying, like, help mm-hmm. me not to, like, trip. So, um. this is a good answer. I like that you said that. I mean, and I like how you could see like the human aspect of it because I'm not, you probably felt, and we've all felt this because we've all done the live shows. It is the most nerve wracking thing. Like, it's one thing to be meeting this guy that you're potentially dating and knowing that it's going to be filmed, but the fact that you did it in front of millions of people is no small feat. So, kudos to you, kudos to Zach, kudos to the other women that were there with you. It's a lot. It's a lot. Did you have any idea that they were going to have America vote for the first, for America's first impression rose recipient? No, I had no idea. Like when I tell you, everything was a surprise. So like when you see me looking like, oh my God, like I'm genuinely like, oh my God, what is going on right now? So we were not prepped. We were not like, we were just as surprised as Zach was. Zach was surprised to see us. We were surprised to see that there was a rose on the line. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And okay. you got that rose. So you get it. You get the rose, right? <laughs> and you get to go through all of those emotions. Not a lot of people have gone into the mansion that first night and have like stepped out of the limo and have it's not like and have that almost like kind of taking a deep breath, right? Like you have that first night where you have your rose, you're safe. I think Brianna, you might be the first person in Bachelor Nation history, and our fans and followers will correct me very quickly if I'm wrong, but I think you were the first person stepping in night one, being completely safe from beginning to end. Yeah. And look at that smile. She's like, ooh. So I will acknowledge this, though. That's amazing. And everyone's going to be like, oh, she's so lucky. She's so lucky. But it also, did it ever cross your mind, or how are your thoughts, or how are you feeling about... I'm going to be walking in, you know, if you've watched the show or people who watch the show know that a lot of times people who receive the first impression rose or arose in these intense situations, there's a lot of pressure on your back or there's a huge target on your back and people aren't always the nicest. How did that ever cross your mind? Did you ever have that worry of this is really exciting and I'm here for Zach, but I'm going in and... Other women might not like me right off the bat because of this. Yeah, honestly, Michelle, you are so right. Because that was something that I was actually really concerned about. Um, Mm -hmm. Just because of the fact that, like, I was so excited and I was so happy because I feel like when America saw Zach and I, like, they felt what I was feeling. Like, in that moment, like, I genuinely was feeling, like, head over heels. I was feeling the connection. I was feeling the chemistry. And I feel like it really translated well. And going into this show, I was feeling like, God, like, how am I going to do more than this? (laughs) Like, or are people going to kind of want to be a certain way towards me because I came in with this already? Because, like, honestly, like, I'm not, like, an arrogant person. I'm not someone who wants to make anyone feel bad. And Mm -hmm. I know having to come in with the rose and not only have it, but walk around with it all night. Um, like, I know that that can be kind of an anxiety point for other people who don't have it yet. So, like, coming in already having it, and not only having it, but, like, having to literally hold it in my hand all night. Like, I was mm-hmm. kind of trying to be, like, you know, hold it, like, kind of low or hold it behind my back. Like, I was really trying not yes. to seem like I'm kind of, like, showing it off because that was not my intention. Like, 
if I was the other girl's position, I would be like, oh my God, like she's walking around these worlds. I don't have one. I'm so stressed mm-hmm. out. And like, I put myself in their shoes and I get that. Yeah. I think what people didn't understand about the situation was that, you know, despite the fact that, yes, like I am safe, like this is also my first opportunity to really get to know Zach as well. Like, outside of what you all saw on TV, Zach and I didn't really get a chance to speak. So mm-hmm. it was really tough for me because you know all night I was getting comments like oh you don't need to talk to him like you're safe or mm-hmm. like oh like why did you come wearing that dress like you know you can wear that sweatpants I'm like you know guys like I'm here for the same experience as you Ooh. we gotta talk about this dress because it was stunning I love that you said you were trying to like hide the rose because it me- you had a rose dress it was just beautiful stick it in here. literally just the funny part is like I I have had that dress for years so I actually really? um, wow. yes I did Miss, Miss New Jersey in 2019 and like uh, that was actually the dress I wore oh my, and so I thanks for this occasion I, yeah and I just feel like it kind of like it, I feel like it was like I had the rose and then I had the rose dress and I was like oh my god like I'm mm-hmm. too much right now oh crap <laughs> it's so funny it was beautiful I have to say we there were there were I mean obviously everyone looked stunning that that first night but that was probably my favorite dress of night one out of the entire bunch it was so fitting <laughs> for what it was it was beautiful you wore it with such confidence um and I want to like you know it's one thing stepping in night one and knowing you're like you're gonna have your first real interaction with Zach. I guess you'd met him before, but like this is the first time you guys can really actually yeah. have a conversation. But w- were you more nervous to see him again, or to walk into the mansion and see all of the thirty plus women sitting around? Like, because you were the last one; they were waiting for you. <laughs> they knew you were coming, so that I had know. to be very daunting <laughs> walking into. Honestly. Um... Walking in for the girls, like that was fun for me. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I yes, into my main little, character energy. Like, I was like, I'm gonna do my little swirl. I got a swirl on them real quick, and they'll take my seat. So I was not actually. I was not nervous about the part. I was more nervous about like the night and living in the house than I was about like just yeah. walking in and seeing everybody. Because at the end of the day, like I'm, I actually am there to make friends. <laughs> I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people say like I'm here to find love for sure. But like, I love and value my female relationships so much. Like those are my highest priority in life so Mm -hmm. I was so excited to get in there and like hopefully find people who I could connect with genuinely for life yeah I will say that is the best part (laughs) it it really is and it's you you spend so much time with the women so it's like you hear those people like I'm not here to make friends no No, you're not but your friends are what get you through (laughs) but but the friends are what get you through this and and they're they're the ones that understand yeah exactly romantic love romantic love you know it can come and it can go but like real true friends who are like sisters or like so few and far between like mm-hmm. i know that this is the kind of environment where you can really find those people in your life so yeah you know it was a little nerve-wracking but i was nervous absolutely about that. <laughs> yeah. a lot of the okay so when you walk into the the like there's this moment that i feel like so many women have especially maybe and i've heard some with like the men as well but i walk when i walked in that first night me and my girl Ryan Claytor, we like clicked. Like we looked at each other. And when you're in this room <laughs> full of people, you can feel when someone's genuine or that you're yeah, just going to be really close friends. Did you mm-hmm. see any of the women or like vibe with any of them and be like, yep, we're going to be close. Like we're going to yes. just, we're just already on the same page. And who was that? Who was that for you? Yes. So the first night was honestly really tough for me for a lot of reasons. One of which was because I got so close with Becca and so she was actually in my limo like that was my girl like from the second I saw her I was like oh I can just feel like there's a vibe here like Mm -hmm. like best friend soulmate kind of feeling (laughs) and so it was really cute because like you know whenever I was like nervous or like alone I'd be like oh that was Becca I'm like like scanning the room for her to go say hi got a good name (laughs) exactly no that was my girl um but yeah and like in the middle and like sometime in the night like she like stood up for me um and like it meant so much to me. I was like, Becca, will you accept this bestie's rose? Oh. <laughs> and I gave her my rose to like hold for two seconds. Cute. And I was just like, like she just meant so much to me in that moment. Mm-hmm. So that was my girl. I was devastated when she went home. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, friends. <laughs> You'll make um, them again quick. What about I know. And the also, girls? I loved Victoria. Um, Victoria, I think Victoria P and I. She was my bunkmate. And Charity okay. and I didn't talk too much, but like we had like one interaction where I was like. I feel like this could be a vibe. Yeah, like mutual mm-hmm. respect. You just get it. It like it comes out real quick of like, yeah, we'll, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll vibe out. 
I love that. What was it like with, because you met the four other women during, after the final rose. What was it like seeing them again? Were you, did you kind of hit it off with them? Were they more like standoffish since you got that first rose? What was that like? I'm going to say the first night, I actually don't remember really speaking to any of them except Christina. Mm -hmm. So Christina and I were the only, I think, ones who really spoke from that. Um, Afterwards, I got to know Brooklyn and Bailey like a lot more and Kat. And I actually mm-hmm. really like those girls. <laughs> um, but that first night, I feel like I was kind of like in my own world of just being a little nervous and just like, because honestly, like, I think I come, I'm super outgoing, but I don't think people understand that I'm truly introverted. And so like, it's a lot for me to be in a situation with like 20, 30 new people, my mm-hmm. crush, cameras, <laughs> lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's just it's a so whirlwind. Much. It's a whirlwind that night. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like I kind of feel like sometimes I can come off like, oh, like, Brianna didn't talk to me, so she doesn't like me. Like, no, guys, like, I'm really nervous, but if you come talk to me, like, I will literally be your best friend for life. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that about you. And honestly, that really reads through the screen well. You can tell, viewers can tell who's genuine, who's not. Was there anybody in the mansion that you watched in night one? I know that I was like, okay, let's peep out the villain. That's what everybody does. Who's going to be like, everyone tries to foreshadow. like, Or who's going to be not even necessarily the villain. It's not. Unf- it's kind of unfair to put it on one person, right? Yeah. But like, who's going to be the person that might not maybe be like received as well or might be misunderstood or somebody who's like, oh, they might create some, Bad some kind of trouble. Was there anybody who who you were like, not that either like intimidating, um, you don't, you know, or just like, hmm, you just weren't sure about them. Was I intimidated by anybody? Or just, yeah, anybody you're like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to vibe with them very well. Or anyone was there, that was uh, like standoffish or kind of rude. I mean, there's always people who get cranky. I mean, it's you, a long you, night. You know, you guys saw the episode. So, like, <laughs> this is a, a little loaded question. Um, like, most people were really nice. There would be the occasional snide comment from, like, you know, like, a, like girls being like, like I said, like, why didn't you wear sweatpants? Like, don't you wear that dress? And, you know the like you don't need to talk to him tonight and so I was really trying to be cognizant of the fact that like mm-hmm. you know it would look bad if I pull Zach first second third fourth fifth even 10 pretty much honestly if the girls playing Zach at all that night was looking bad because I finally got to talk yeah. to him and it was like maybe 4 30 a.m mm-hmm. and literally people were like physically trying to get in the way of me going in there so what it was, like literally yeah. stop you from yeah like I'm standing walking. outside like waiting for the conversation to kind of have a little lull and people were like, you better not go in there. Like, do not go in there and talk to him. You already oh. have all those. I and love... I, wow. That's... Okay, there is so... I don't know if any people at home understand this or watch this, but it's it's not as easy as people think to just go in and interrupt a conversation. Yes. Like, it's already such an unnatural process with everything going on. And you're, like, trying to read the room, but it's... There's different implied rules in the room and pressures. And yeah. it's so uncomfortable, but you also like value yourself and you you should get to talk to him. And he clearly it's, wanted yeah. to talk to you. Well, and I love yeah. how you approach the conversation with him and you address it right away. You're like, look, some people think maybe because I'm already safe, I already have this rose, I shouldn't necessarily have pulled you aside and made time. But again, like, this is the first real time that you have to have a conversation. Yeah. And so I like that you approached it that way. And he, like Michelle just said, he wanted right. to talk to you. But also, yeah. but also from a lead perspective, if you, I think it would have hurt you if you didn't That's do what that. I was saying. Like, because, like, why didn't she try to talk to me? Yeah, like, because then it looks like you're getting comfortable already. And that is a worry exactly. that you have as somebody who's trying exactly. to find your person. It's like, oh, exactly. like, we haven't talked and now she just didn't come find me. That's... She doesn't want to get to know me. Maybe this isn't yeah. as meaningful. It would have hurt you if you didn't. So I yeah, and that's what that. I was thinking. Yeah. Like I'm like, well, first of all, it's like as awesome as this type of rose. Like it's nice to have a rose, and it, but it's nicer to be in a good headspace for your first conversation with someone. And I felt like that was kind of taken from me with all the just like input from almost everyone around me. Like there were so many girls who were sweet and were like, oh my God, like I voted for you. Like, I'm so happy to finally meet you. Like, like, hey Brianna. And like, for those girls, I am so grateful because you literally made my night. Like, I was feeling so nervous, so scared. And it's like, and if it wasn't for like, like Greer came up to me and told me that, like there were so many girls who came, Davia, who came and just gave me like that little bit of encouragement. Mm -hmm. Because I think- Who told you that they voted voted for you? Oh, it was Greer. 
Rio's the one who's like, yeah, I voted for you. I think Davia may have said it too. So okay. I just really appreciated that because it's just, it's nice to come in and like know that like there's support and people who are, you know, just feeling kindly towards you in a situation that can bring out the worst in people. We have to, we have a little game for you that we're going to get into, okay. but before that, um, obviously we don't want you to give anything away. Um, mm-hmm. So without too much detail, can you tease anything fun to come or something that we have to look forward to this season? Um, let me think. Okay, so there's definitely a lot of surprising guests this season. Some anticipated, Ooh. some not anticipated. Okay. And you may get to see me win something again. So you got to oh. stay tuned. Ooh. I love this. <laughs> You're competitive, aren't you? Um, like not in a, not like, like, I'm not like cutthroat, but but like, I think she's, I'm not cutthroat. Like, if it's a cutthroat game, if it's a cutthroat game, I'll lose. But like, if it's just like, you know, something like fun, like, then yeah, I like to do my best. I love that. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see more of you on our big screen in the weeks to come. Yes, and I hope to talk to you guys like way, way more. Like, oh, yeah. can we actually be friends? You will. This? Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah. hit us up if you need advice. <laughs> Anything. It, we are here. If you come <laughs> to California, <laughs> let us know. All right, Michelle, you want to get into the game? Okay. So, Brianna, we have well, one. So happy that we're having you here. We like put in our word to have you specifically. <laughs> yes, but I can't believe it. <laughs> yes, you may have been on our screens. A lot or the most so far, but we are going to get to know you a little bit more. It's called Rapid Fire, so it's all about, like, that quick response time. So just throw it out there. You don't have to give an explanation, just an okay. answer. And it's going to be super quick. Me Becca will bounce back and forth. Yeah. Are okay. you ready? Are you sort an of. early riser or a night owl? Night owl. <laughs> what is the best dating advice you've ever received? Probably, this is kind of corny, but literally just be yourself. The right person will like you for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, love it. What is your go-to pizza order? Ooh, I like white pizza. You like a little? White, you B- it's Bianca. The white pizza. It's like it, yeah, Bianca is what it's called. What is one word that your best friends would use to describe you? Honestly, like I hate to say it, but also I think I don't bad bitch. Like that's me. Hey, <laughs> I like it. Hey, okay, hey. okay. What's your favorite cuss word? <laughs> Um, oh, I don't think I have one, actually. I, I try not to curse. We like to keep it Christian. <laughs> okay. I, could take, I could take a page from your book. I need to be better about not cursing. <laughs> okay, Brianna, do you have any hidden talents? I do. Um, actually, I created my own language when I was a kid, so it's mostly Ooh. written. Um, but yeah, so I do have my own language, and my dream would be to one day, you know, get married and, like, teach it to my husband and have it be like our little family language you have your own language i was not expecting that we that have a genius in our midst oh God, we no, sure no, do no. okay regular, your next question <laughs> your, your, your next question what is the most played song or artist in your library oh that is good Ooh, honestly i feel like i'm returning to high school because i've been loving lana del rey oh so i've been okay. big on lana right now but I think I'm playing a lot of John Summit. Like, I love John Summit. I love the EM vibes. So definitely okay. John Summit or Lana. What is your favorite cocktail? Ooh. Or drink? Ooh. Okay, well, I'm a vodka girl, 100%. Um, I don't like to drink a lot of liquid. So I actually like green tea shots or lemon drop shots. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm with that. Let's okay. just get it quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel you, girl. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Um, if you asked me when I was a kid, I used to always tell my mom I wanted to be a clam at the bottom of the ocean, <laughs> which is like clam. so much. <laughs> now, now your I answers are something. the best. Oh my <laughs> god! Okay, what is the current screensaver on your phone? Oh my god, it's actually um my vision board. So, Ooh. <laughs> okay. Okay, if you could visit one place in the world, where would you go? Ooh. Um, I would go to St. Bart's. Mm, I love <laughs> I that. I love St. Bart's. I love being on a boat. I love warm weather. And I love being outside the country. St. Bart's. Like 
Good answer. Okay, last one for this game. If you had to describe this season of The Bachelor in just one word or phrase, what would that be? I would say... I would say it's a fun season. Like, I think it's fun. And I would say that, for the most part, it's very, like, cohesive season. Like, the girls get along and are very supportive, I think. Good. I I love hearing that. that. Yeah, because we always usually... We always get surprising, Mm -hmm. dramatic... Okay, one more thing that we have before we let you go. Um, it's mm-hmm. our resource and then Rose and Thorn time, time. So basically, we started this a couple months ago. Um, we love sharing different <clears throat> resources or bits of information to keep our listeners informed, um, especially for this franchise. Like, you know, we've seen certain changes, but we want more change to take place. Um, so, Michelle, do you want me to kick it off? Kick it off. Yep. Okay. Sounds good. Um, So mine this week, I would say it's maybe not necessarily a resource. Like I do have links to go along with this, but um, it's going to go to a little place uh, called Florida. And I don't know if anyone <laughs> has been keeping up, <laughs> keeping up with uh, the governor there, but oh, yes. basically <clears throat> the college board had unveiled these plans that would offer an American an African-American studies course for the first time. Um, they would pilot this course in, I want to say, like 60 schools across the country um, with the goal of obviously making it available like to many more schools. Um, but the the course would be a framework covering key topics um, that go into deep history of like West Africa culture and into the contemporary movement. Um, they wouldn't, the students who would take this course wouldn't just like learn about the history, but it would be more hands-on. They would also learn about geography, literature, right. art, music, politics, film, like basically everything that would provide a more comprehensive view of the African-American experience, which when I'm reading this, I'm like, that is so cool. And that is a course I would love to take. But um, the governor of Florida blocked this course and isn't making it unavailable to students in Florida because he said, quote, unquote, it would distort historical events. Um, And now the governor, Ron DeSantis, has a history of restricting discussions of race gender, sexual orientation in the classroom. So there's this whole thing. Again, I'm going to share links to all of this. But for me personally, as I'm like reading and learning about this, like I and I and 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 we can have a whole conversation because I would love your points of view and feelings about this, too. But like to me, I'm like, why the hell would anyone block this? Like when I grew up in school, I did not get a whole comprehensive history lesson you know it was very skewed one way um and we didn't really get into the deep roots of systemic racism in this country and the continued impacts and so like when I'm hearing about this course I'm like that is incredible like that is something I would want to take I think it would be so beneficial to all students of different ages and so to have this politician basically block that and say nope it's distorting historical events I'm like okay well I feel like he's reacting out of fear Um, again, like this is just my take on this. I would love your take as well, but I'm like, it's boiling my blood just thinking about like, why are you going to say how much time we have? Yeah. (laughs) Katie's like, we only got, we only got a couple more minutes, but it's like, it's so baffling to me of like why somebody would cut this course. Like, listen, Ron, sir, if you don't want to take it, that's, (laughs) that's your own thing. But like, you as this policymaker in a state should not have a say on if this is offered and if students want to take this. Or maybe he shouldn't be the only person with a say. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be a right. situation where one person is pretty much vetoing the work of like teaching things that kids need to know. Like everyone needs to know these things. Our history yes. definitely, like you said, because really shown from one perspective, one interpretation. And like, it just makes me think of like, that parable that's like, you know, history is told from the point of view of the conquerors, of the winners, you know, mm-hmm. the lion is not telling the tale of the lamb. Yeah. So, yeah. like, it's, it, it's important. Just, it totally is. And it's just, it's so, it, it kind of comes down to it where, like, I don't even mean to laugh because it's like comical. And it's also part, there's, 
as somebody who's kind of in her position, it's like there's times where you just have to protect your energy. You don't even let yourself go there and like Mm -hmm. you'd be constantly pissed off. But it's so hypocritical because it's like, well, we learn about, well, why is history important? Because we learn about history so that we don't repeat it or repeating it. (laughs) We're still continuing to repeat it. And it's maybe it's because like it's completely distorted. It's just not right. It's even from a teacher perspective, just the things that are out there that we have access to or not access to. And, you know, there's Mm -hmm. a lot of people who are so uncomfortable with change. And right. Yeah. And, and, And that's where I'm thinking again, like, I don't know this governor. I've never met this man. Like, would I, would <laughs> I vote Florida for him? And I laughed. Would I, would <laughs> I, I ever Florida vote for I this laughed. man? Probably not. But it's like, right, for I'm me, like, 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 I just, like, you know, like, Michelle, you were, you were a teacher. My, I, my mom is a oh, teacher, yeah. was a teacher. My sister's a oh, teacher. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, my mom's a professor. I, yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think like yeah. knowledge is a beautiful thing. And like, it is. why not? supply the tools for everyone to get a more comprehensive view of everything and if they're a critical thinker they can choose to take like what they but believe what they follow like what they want to exactly. learn and like think is are the important yeah. parts but like allow them that, the full that's tools it, that's it knowledge is power hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> knowledge is power yeah. when somebody has a lot of knowledge <clears throat> it's kind of a scary thing they can yeah. overtake things it's just it's, like just, it's just it's it, it's 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 so sad you know to think to about, us. and so I and so I want to know in the states that aren't <laughs> aren't kidding. banning this. Um, if anyone takes this course, like I would love to hear about. If there's a freaking way I can take it, like please, I would love Actually, to. Yeah, let's do like, it. Like, do I got to sign back up for university? I don't know. I Shit, let's have go. to do, I'll teach it. <laughs> I need to do I'll a lot it. more research about this, like too. But I, yeah, like I sign me up. So, Michelle, I'm going to let you... My resource. (laughs) Mine actually kind of goes actually (laughs) along with yours a little bit. Um, It's called... Okay, so my big thing with giving these resources is I'm going to make it easy as possible for someone (laughs) to be able to to learn about this stuff, right? Like, you don't have to... Like, you can be lazy and you can still learn something. Um, But it's called... This podcast It's called Diversity Gap. And it's more of a... um, there are podcasts where, like, yeah, you can go on whatever people go on their hot girl walk and, like, listen to, like, motivational <laughs> podcasts and things like that. But this one is definitely for people who want to bring these conversations into their own workplace or if they're in a leadership role and want to open it up to have these conversations. And it does it in a way where, like, it doesn't give you homework, but it gives you critical thinking. And it talks all about exactly where that diver- diversity gap comes from and why it's actually continuing to get bigger. And when pe- there's people who have like there's just it kind of breaks it down to all the different types of learning, the different stages you go into. But it does it in a way where like you can take the step by step workings and it's all like surrounded about around realness in like a fresh, creative way. But it's inside a workplace. So it's like take this and bring this into your workplace. Mm-hmm. And then ha- I know that there is actually a group of people who um, that I teach with that I actually use it in like their professional development themselves oh, wow. and they all listen to podcasts. It's like kind of being part of a book club. I um, Maybe I should send this to the governor of Florida. I wonder if he would listen <laughs> yeah. to it. <laughs> Everyone should send a lot but, of stuff to him. Yeah. Yeah. Could it's, send. Yeah. Could send here to listen to this po- podcast. I think you might, uh, you won't like it, but <laughs> you need to hear you might it. learn something. You might learn something. <laughs> like thing have some takeaway. Yeah. But it, but it's really great. And, doing that critical thinking and it challenges you to actually think about these things in a way that even if you don't have a lot of background knowledge with this but you want to do better it's going to give you prompts to think about as you're processing through these podcasts and they almost like process through it with you in a really weird way because you can't talk back to them but like it's hard to explain makes but it's yeah but this one's actually really easy to have access to that's what i love about it it's on every podcast platform Mm -hmm. i checked like apple Podcasts, spotify and it's um, called diversity gap the diversity gap yeah and it's very yeah it just is geared towards like leadership and really like not only doing learning yourself but you know when people are in those mindsets of i want to do better i want to change yeah. You kind of then get into the role of you really want to challenge the people around you to have those conversations as well. And this is a little bit of a way to like transition into doing that. So cool. I'm gonna I just wrote that down. Thanks, Michelle. Diversity. Oh, yeah. Right. And Miss Brianna, you are up if you have a resource or awareness that you would like yeah, to share. I love it. I feel like ours kind of like 
seamlessly went into each other. So like yours was, well, mine is on black female entrepreneurship. So I don't know if you guys yes. do know, but I do actually have my own beauty company. Um, I'm so coming out. Yes, it's called Born Beauty After Myself, Brianna Thorborn. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my where? Goodness. Okay, first of all, you've been hiding. Okay, we, we'll <laughs> send it over. Send the PR yes. package over. I guess I just want to share some facts about like female entrepreneurship. Yeah. Like, please do. I, yes. I don't know if you guys know, but like in 2019, 89% of newly created businesses were created by women of color. And that actually happens to be like up from what, like it's up 160% over the last 45 years. So right now, black women, women of color, if you are looking to create a business, there are so many people who are help, here to help you, so many resources. I believe there's something like the 15% pledge that you can sign up for. Um, and that actually helps you get shelf space, money. Um, but the resource that I want to give you guys is a podcast called How I Built This with Guy Raz. And I actually used to listen to that a lot when I was getting started because like he interviews people in all kinds of different um, companies, like whether it's tech or health, but I love to listen to the beauty founders. Like we've got like Maureen Kelly who did Tarte Cosmetics or like Ray Ann Silva who did Beauty Blender. So it's really interesting. It's awesome to hear these stories because like these people, like some of them really come from nothing. And just because of a dream that they have, they've created billion dollar companies and could be you girls so don't let oh. them make money all by themselves wow. this is awesome <laughs> this is incredible that's amazing yeah and it's also so cool to hear i mean it's just <clears throat> the fact that i had no idea and one that's wonderful that there's so many women females who are in these leadership positions i wish it was covered by media more i wish like Sorry, i really oh. wish i wish there was more access to that or wish that was something that was being amplified or like lifted up because the fact that I don't know if anybody would know that yeah it's not covered often but like if you just go searching like there are so many grants that you can get especially if you're like a 51% female-owned company um and actually a lot of beauty companies have set aside like a certain amount of shelf space specifically for black-owned brands so if you are able to get a brand up and running and you can get in touch with them like there is resources, there is space being set aside for us. So like, you know, we don't have to think about, oh, I want to get a little piece of the pie. The pie can just get bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and we can all have our fair share. Yeah. This that. is incredible. Thank you. And thank you for coming prepared. Okay. So the last bit that we always do with all of our guests is our rose and thorn. And you're the first person of Zach's season to do this. So we're very excited. So it's going to be like your favorite moment memory of either when you were at after the final rose or when you got to the mansion that night one and then on the flip side your thorn which is like the low light the messiest moment from either of those two situations um (laughs) okay i would say my rose was definitely um after the final rose like getting to go up there and like i I remember this moment so vividly when i think about it it was like Jesse calls my name, I walk out, and it's like, I'm walking up and I see Zach and he looks really nervous, but he also looks just like so handsome and like cute. And I'm just like, oh my God. Like in that moment, it feels like everyone else in the audience kind of disappears. And I'm so in that moment, like I'm looking into his sweet eyes, like he's smiling. And so that was such a sweet and just like precious uh, moment in memory to me. It was just crazy. Cause like, when I think about my experience, especially like being a black girl in America, it's really easy to feel overlooked and to feel like like you, you don't really expect to win things honestly like you you could uh, like even if you're the best and you're the greatest and you're working so hard it's like you always kind of have to temper that expectation a little bit and so to have America choose me and not just because of like looks but because they actually felt the genuineness of like the chemistry and the connection that meant so much because it just felt like wow like the way I'm feeling is, is really translating and Mm-hmm. It made me feel hopeful for the state of our country that something like this could happen to like a little black girl like me. I would have never. Hey, you are a catch. <laughs> Ever, oh, after everything no, we just to learned, run the world. Yeah, yeah you deserved no. that, Rose. You all like, I gotta say is yeah, take up space, girl. Yeah. Take up space yeah. and do not be ashamed of taking up space. Thank you, guys. And I would say my thorn. Mm, just the stress of night one honestly (laughs) just the stress of night one like you really no amount of preparation of watching the show of judging other people from the past 
can prepare you for when the shoe is on your foot. Like mm-hmm. nothing can prepare you for her. the emotions, like the long night. Like I was, it was like, I think 18 hours in six and a half inch platform heels, guys. Whew. I do not and miss I, those nights. And oh I did gosh. not take them off once. Good for you. No. <laughs> wow. once you you take are them a, off, it's, a stronger woman than I. <laughs> it's too hard to put them back on. So I'm like, I just got to keep the suffering going. Oh my um, but yeah, like, actually, no, maybe the phone was those heels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it. Oh, man. I do not miss those nights. I never again. We did it. I'm done. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Brianna, it was so fun having you. Thank you again for, I'm, you sound like a crazy busy woman. So we appreciate you just taking a few hours to come chat with us again. You are welcome back anytime. Um, we are here this whole season. So reach out whenever. Thank you guys so much. I had so much fun today. Like you guys really put me at ease. Oh, good. It was a nice, a nice cute little chat. I can't wait to have so many more. I really, really like her. her. I I now that's how you come ready for resources. Like yes. that made me so happy. Mm-hmm. She seems so well-rounded. Like I loved doing that game with her, just learning these little fun things that she speaks another language that she started her own language. Like she <laughs> is, of course, like the second she hopped on, she's beautiful, stunning, but like the brains that this woman has and like the self-awareness and just, she just is seems so kind. So I'm excited to see more of her. I, I really, I, it gives me hope for the season, having good she, women like she this. Gives, yeah, she she I I'd give her my first impression, Rose. She's amazing. She yeah. seems like really like she's got a it, it's nice to see a good person like highlighted. Yes. And I hope that continues. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm tracking with you, Michelle. <laughs> okay, one thing I okay, I know we have to wrap because we've gone way over. One thing I have to say though, I have to give a shout out to trainer Jason, who was in the very beginning of night one, this premiere, he was training Zach. He is my old trainer. Jason, I loved seeing you. You deserve all of these good call outs. Um, so keep kicking ass, taking names. Um, but I mean, Michelle, we did it. We are, we are done with premiere night. Another season getting in the back pocket. Um, sounds like, uh, lots to come. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited to see what happens next week. I'm excited to see more of Brianna. But until then, thanks, Brianna, for joining us. Michelle, it's always good to chat with you. And to all of our happy hour listeners, thank you for being here with us each and every week. And new episodes of The Bachelor air every Monday at 8, 7 central on ABC. Or you can stream the next day on Hulu. And please don't forget that casting is still open for men to date the next Bachelorette. Who, (laughs) fingers crossed, I hope it's Brianna. So, if you are single or know someone who is single, go to our website to nominate or apply. That site is bachelornation.com slash apply. And make sure to hit us up on social. You can follow us at Bachelor Happy Hour on Instagram. And from there, you'll find everything you need to know to follow us on Twitter and TikTok. And for all of you Prime members, you can listen to Bachelor Happy Hour ad-free on Amazon Music. Just download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can also listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. And before you go, please tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com slash survey. Thank you, everyone. And see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. So this year, I'm really focused on my health, sticking to a routine, and that's why I've been loving Symbiotica. Symbiotica is one of the fastest growing health and wellness companies out right now, and they're one of the only brands that are wholly committed to your health. They don't use any seed oils, no preservatives or toxins in their supplements. They source the best ingredients from all around the world, and they're super easy to take when you're on the go. They also taste good. I try to stay really consistent with my morning routine and something that I always include is taking my supplements every single day. I've been taking these Symbiotica supplements and loving them. My goal has been to support my immune system with the supplements that I've been taking. So I've been taking them every morning with my coffee and my breakfast. Joe does as well. And I've been really loving the results that I've been seeing. My routine, I have my eggs in the morning, I take a Symbiotica and I'm ready to take on the day, hit the gym, I'm more alert, I just feel good. What's even better is that Symbiotica makes it a breeze to stay on track. With a subscription, your supplements arrive at your doorstep every month. Ready to feel the results? 
head over to symbiotica.com and use Bachelor for 15% off your subscription order. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 